Oh my god, your poor dad. Oh, and Zane. Did you guys listen? No, because I don't fucking care. He's a loser. Oh, That's what I think too. Okay, let's talk. You're about so that. mad about him. Oh, we have not, like, I just like truly don't like care. The, we have the worst takes. People are gonna hate this. Okay. Well, let's find out. Okay. Let's, uh, Cannot right. wait. Okay, go. All right. Welcome back to your poor dad. You can't choose your sisters, but you can choose your podcast. So thank you for joining us and being the fourth Brant sister. Welcome to this weird day. Why is it a weird day? I feel like today's a no, weird it's day. A, it's a really the vibes in this world are so weird. Yeah. The vibes are we us three not to toot our own horns or anything i feel like we're doing the best yeah we can um (laughs) we're doing the best out of everyone else in the world (laughs) it's just i feel like a lot of people in our lives are having a hard time um me personally i'm having a pretty hard time (laughs) yeah it's like it's weird like our vibes are good but like it feels like we're just happy and the world's like burning around us. yeah we're like that dog in the meeting everything's fine yeah it's fine but it does feel like everything's falling apart. Like literally my life was falling apart. This like on my life is falling apart. Right. (laughs) Sunday night, my AC went out. It's over a hundred degrees in Texas. So my house immediately goes to 90 degrees. It's so fucking hot. I have an angel who is so furry that I thought he was going to die. And then my computer kept shutting off. And I think it was because it was sitting on my lap and it was so hot. Mm -hmm. And so I'm trying to like upload our episode and it will not upload it. And then like the episode that I had edited and I pulled all the social clips completely got lost. So I had to re-edit our podcast on Monday morning, upload it. It was just a shit show. Yeah. Everything that was going, it's like every little step I took, it was just little bits of like, wait, why is this happening? Yeah. It's, it's been a challenging week and Bailey, started work again but you know what i just have to say shout out to the people who have started buying things off of your list vadisha yeah vadisha thanks vadisha and other people they didn't leave a note so i don't know exactly who i'm thinking but i'm very appreciative oh if you buy something off bailey's amazon list tell us who you are and like maybe we can send like thank you notes or something yeah Yeah. you guys could but um (laughs) today i thought that I had so many presents because I opened the door and there were so many Amazon packages and three of them were for you. Hell yeah. Yeah. So that was really, really kind of everybody. It was a really good thing for me to be back at work for the first time since summer's over. And then Paige texted me and said, oh my gosh, you're getting stuff off of your list. Because I posted your list, as you see. I did see it. Yeah. It was very exciting and a great pick me up because I was like, wow, I'm back at the threshold of hell (laughs) just kidding it was actually a really good day i'm really excited that's exciting yeah speaking of amazon i had two packages go missing nice they said that they were delivered but they weren't there and i don't know if you guys have ever dealt with this with amazon it's so annoying they make you wait 24 hours and in case you find it yeah they're like it's probably on somebody's doorstep and i'm like i literally looked it's not yeah that's interesting i know that's so just fyi but like i mean bezos clearly knows what he's doing i got on like the side of tiktok where they the amazon warehouse workers show how they pick like all the different items and it's like all robots like the robots come to them and then it's like like they type in okay we need a lip gloss that robot brings over like the whole tray they they get the lip gloss out of there. Then they say like, I need this and it comes over. And like, so they're stationary at their thing, Whoa. at least from what I saw. 
So it's crazy. So they must like have stock of everything in one big warehouse. It, the, to think about doing that the process, like setting up that process, that's like insane. That's crazy. That crazy. Yeah. Anyways. Sounds efficient. Cray. Um, I wanted to give a shout out to one of our fourth sisters, Brant sisters. Um, I'm going to think it's okay to say her name, even though I don't really know how to pronounce her name. I think <laughs> Try it's it. Kenel. Kenel. Is that how you would say it? And that's how I would say it. Okay. But, so she messaged me saying, Paige, typically I am up in Jade's DMs, but since you are the mental health sister, I wanted to let you know I started my own talk and art therapy practice in South Carolina called Treehouse Therapy Solutions in case you come across any of the other sisters needing mental health resources in South Carolina. Oh my God. So I just wanted to give her and her little company, um, there is a website um so i would just say treehouse therapy solutions in charleston south carolina charleston looks fabulous i know it really does we really need to go to charleston and you guys should actually watch southern charm okay you know what that should be your next bravo deep dive because there's a lot of interesting conversations to be had about like the men on that show because they're like is that the one with shep yes okay it's like pretty problematic and which i actually like that bravo and everyone on bravo agrees like these men like fucking suck and they're the ones that are always causing the drama and like the girls are they're gorgeous they're all so smart so successful they um and they're like the voice of reason and it's just nice to see that juxtaposition on Bravo where it's like the girlies are just like holding them. Yeah, the they have it together. Yeah. And the guys don't. That's why I like Southern Charm and Charleston looks so cool. So, yeah, well, we should go and then um, say hi to Canel. Canel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what What about you? What about me? Um, I'm just I was at the thresholds of hell. This oh, week. yeah. We talked about that. And, and then you made me. And you then threw me into the fiery pits of hell. I know, quite I said, literally. I said, if I'm going down, you're going down with me, sister. If I fall, you're going down with me. Um, and so I made Bailey run all over UT's campus for In some a con- sweatshirt. I know. <laughs> In multiple sweatshirts. I was doing like outfit chains, changes and Jade was like, oh, you can just leave that one on. And I was like, there's sweat <laughs> dripping down my back into my shorts. I need no. to at least put my arms It was out. so hot. Just layer up. And then we brought <laughs> Hank with us because I was like, oh, this is better than him being in the apartment. But it actually turned out it was probably worse because it was so hot. He kept like going like, <laughs> oh, it was so sad. It was so sad. Well, and then because your air was out, you guys were going to have a sleepover at our house. Yes. Bailey brought Hank over first. And mm-hmm. I was so excited to just like run through the spring. You were ready with the dogs. to do anti-tings with him. <laughs> well, you don't understand how much I prepared. I went out, I scooped all of the poop because I didn't want anyone running around in the little poopies. I had fresh towels waiting by the door for when we came in. In order to do the sprinklers, I have to like go around the front of the house, get everything set up, and then come like back in the house because mm-hmm. the gate doesn't really work that well. And so I finally have everything set up and the sprinklers are going in the backyard and I'm like, let's go everybody. And Hank was afraid. The Frenchies wouldn't even go outside. You just have to get Hank to do it one time and then he'll do it. That's what I was trying. And I think he thought it was raining or something. Mm -hmm. And since it wasn't such a 
it was one of those that you know goes up like this and then back down and i mm-hmm. think since it wasn't such a constant stream yeah. he was confused because i he thought gets confused like i thought it. once he felt oh this is water this feels good he would be into it and he was like no as soon as he started getting a little water he just like ran to the door and he was like can we go inside now yeah he's like what is this so <laughs> he make you feel kind of dumb he made me feel so <laughs> stupid maybe he was sad because he wanted you to put on your bathing suit he said what well, well, i was a play by myself no i was I mean, in workout clothes, but I had already sprayed myself with bug spray because I was going to be out there with them. I thought we were going to run around and just hang out. Um, I think. No. Well, Hank was scared of the pool at first and you Mm. really just need to like force it upon him. No, I would never. (laughs) I, I just like to show my son like, look, come in. The water is great. And then we gently guide him in. And then next thing you know, he's jumping in the pool. Right. Well, maybe we can try it again. I do think we should get a mini... A mini pool. Pool. yeah a mini pool mm-hmm. yeah whenever i get back from san diego we can have a little mini pool party i would love that i just have to I, I didn't really talk about my time in san diego but it was so glorious like every single morning i woke up it was so chilly so i had to put on a sweatshirt wow. which was just like complete opposite vibes from here like every morning i wake up i'm like how can i deal with this heat You're like how can i peel today? off my skin i can't even have this layer no totally and like so our apartment is very close to the baseball field so it's really cool because like every night there's a baseball game we can like hear the cheers and like there was a little concert there the other night and then morgan wallen is going to be playing at petco and we have like front row access with our apartment so i'm like so excited for that that's amazing then i'm gonna it just like honestly has made me really miss california and all my friends and I don't know if it's just because I had no air conditioning this week. Like literally my basic needs were taken away from me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I said this on my story, I think, but Carl, my landlord, is fucking psychotic. I just have to rant about like this cannot be normal. I'm like, Carl, what are we going to do about this AC? Like it is insanely hot it's actually considered extreme heat and prolonged exposure to extreme heat can result in death and i sent him this thing and i was like carl what can we do like what's being fixed he's like you're gonna get a new ac unit i'm like okay when is there gonna be compensation he's like um i think by me only raising your rent a hundred dollars that's compensation enough like oh jesus thank you carl for not like being a fucking dick and raising my rent in an absorbent amount and like also look up the word compensation because retroactively trying to apply a agreed upon amount of how much you're supposed to pay is yeah. not compensating you for what is happening to you after that time. And right. even Google, we've had a lot of issues with our Google Fiber and for about a month there would be a day, probably one day a week, where they would dig up the Google Fiber, mess with it. We would lose internet for a while. Yeah. And I kept seeing on my account like credited two dollars and twenty three yeah. like whatever. Even though it was, I appreciate them looking out for it. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. And Carl's like, I'm like, cool, Carl. Um, but answer my questions of when is it happening? Because I'm going out of town, and wi- like, what the fuck am I going to be compensated for this? Because I cannot live in my house. I signed a lease with for a apartment with working ac my ac is not working i cannot sleep in my apartment or i will die that seems pretty fucking extreme to me and he's like wow i wish back in my day that um when i was without heat or 
AC for 10 days that my landlord cared enough to replace my unit. I'm like, this, well, yeah, this all, is 2023 and I signed a lease for a reason, Carl. And like, what does my AC have to do with you and your fucking landlord? And, it's cold, and cold. while I'm at it, I used to have to walk to school uphill both ways. <laughs> I didn't even have a yeah. car. It's like he, Carl's bringing, he's like, I'm operating under the Texas property code. I'm like, same Z's, bitch. Like, it just, Carl has like, he's like trying to have a dick measuring contest with me. And I'm like, don't, let's not fucking go there, Carl. But I tried to just like, I don't want to get kicked out because I really can't get kicked out right now. So I'm just like, all right. Thanks for, thank you so much, Carl, for blessing me with a working air conditioning unit, even though my unit has been like 30 years old and not working and everyone has to come repair it every single year. Thank you. Um, <laughs> well, in our landlord news, um, I feel like we're pretty lucky. She texted us today asking our thoughts on renewing. And um, I, first question I had was, how much is rent going to go up? And she said, it's not. <gasps> That's delightful. And I said, oh my God. <laughs> so I think we're going to renew. Nice. Well, good for you guys. I'm sure Carl, how, how much notice do they have to give you if they're going to raise your rent? It depends. So yeah, we usually check our lease starts in October or something. Um, and so we usually check in June or July mm-hmm. and then that gives I think it's about 90 days is when they would like to know. And then I think 60 days out is when they would start trying to look for people. Interesting. Well, yeah, that's that's that with me. Just San Diego, no AC. I'm ready to get out of Texas again because I'm sorry. Like my sorry, Carl ruined it for the whole state of Texas because I was actually like looking forward to coming back for just like a little pop in and Carl ruined it. Wow. I know. Screw you, Carl. It's Carl with a K too. Like psychotic. <laughs> um. <laughs> so, are you gonna read Britney's book? One million percent, I'm gonna read Britney's book. How could I not? So, there's there's a lot of questions. I'm confused. Why was she singing the Beach Boys? Because she's going to Bermuda. She's tired. She just wrote a book. No, yeah. like, I understand that she's Bermuda, probably... Bermuda. No, Bermuda. I got it. But, like, <laughs> I got it. I just didn't understand why it was necessary to weirdly... Inter- it's not like she said, so because I wrote this book, I'm going to okay. take a break and go... It's like she was in the middle of a sentence and just started singing the wrong words you, to the song. There's two different videos. You had to watch both of the videos to understand what she was saying. <laughs> it's okay, like you the understand- opposite of Taylor Swift. Right. And also, I think we all need to remember Britney Spears is like in her 40s. Like she did not grow up with TikTok. What does like this. that have anything to do with because it? Because she's not a TikTok girly. She's like she she's trying to like come up with like a bit on the fly and it's not making any sense. So what she said in the original video, which I told you to watch and you didn't, I did. She said they're both fucking weird. OK, obviously they're fucking weird. OK, the woman has been through trauma. But what I'm saying is that when she said, hey, guys, my book's coming out and you better like it. And if you don't, that's OK, too. But I'm going to go to Bermuda, Bermuda, Bahama. Like she thought it was a funny bit. Also, in the first video I saw, all I heard was. I know because her like, boyfriend the, was in the background. But that's, I was so distracted by what am I hearing in the background? She's talking. And I was like, what the, is this a ghost? What's happening? No, and is then this going to play? And then he's like, too much, 
too much, too much. Because then she started saying like, mi caros marido. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I sing songs. Because I never know the words, but I'm also not a singer. Like uh, my trade is not singing. Yeah. Um, okay. So you'll have no, to. a hundred percent. I'm going to read it. I, do I think it's going to be good? No. Do I think it's going to be like Jessica Simpson level juiciness? I really don't think so. I think I'm going to pick up um, where I left off on Jessica's book tonight. Oh my God, you have to. It's such a good book. It's so juicy. You'll love it because like you are so emotional. I am so emotional. Like you just like love like emotions and like you love diving headfirst into love. As long as it's exactly perfect. Well now. (laughs) Yeah. But back in the day no you just like you love love and you i think you will relate to jessica like that um in that way and it's a very well-written book i don't think she literally wrote it but i think whoever helped her well yes people have ghostwriters we do know that but she she could have done a lot people no it literally said like she has thank you to my ghostwriter it's not anyways do you like not know how books work i don't know why that it just annoyed the fuck out of me that you just said that it's like we know that people have ghostwriters but some people write more i think some people lean on their ghostwriters more than others but and we not, just don't know. i don't even think it's like a ghostwriter i think it's like i'm telling this person my story and they're helping me craft it because i'm not a writer by trade it's okay. not like it's not like a diss to her i know but there's a lot of people that are like in their 40s and they who have never been an author and they're like i'm gonna write a book and then they just become like what's her name colleen hoover well you know what happened with um colleen or wait colleen, not colleen um carol radzowell i don't know who that is I'm sorry <sighs> you guys have to watch real housewives of new york mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but she's the one who was married to jfk jr's cousin and he was in the pl- or no no he wasn't in the plane he <laughs> had cancer <laughs> and she was best friends with JFK Jr. and Carolyn Bassett. So they died. And then like a week later, her husband died. And so she wrote this book called What Remains. And it was about like becoming a part of the Kennedy family and becoming best friends with Carolyn Bassett. You're crying. I'm not trying not to laugh. <laughs> laugh at me. <laughs> She's laughing at you. Thought- and then you said, oh, no, cancer. <laughs> I thought you were touched. No, I'm trying not to laugh because I don't want to be an asshole. Okay, what remains? Actually, Bailey, you would like it because it's like more of like (laughs) (laughs) what highbrow. (laughs) Okay, Carol Vadzewell for you, Jessica Simpson for you. But it's such a good book. But then part of the show, there's like a scandal that. one of the ladies was like, Carol hired a ghostwriter to write this book. And it was like, and then you said, do you not know how books were? <laughs> no, because Carol, Carol wasn't a celebrity when she wrote this. She was just like, was she an, a writer by trade? Yes. So that's mm-hmm. why it was like drama. Okay. Why is she so annoying? Me? I don't know. I tell, don't know. Do wait, tell everyone who's really annoying here in this exact situation. Um, everybody. No, no, Bailey's gonna Bailey. say, no, Bailey's going to say an answer. me because I annoyed her. Those Give today. us an answer. You did annoy me. But um, I actually don't find either of you guys annoying right now. Oh, mm. wow. That's interesting. That's, it's very interesting. I don't know why. Like, being on Prolon just makes me extra annoyed. Did, did you? you guys hear about that woman who killed her husband and then wrote a children's book about grief and how to, like, to help her children get over the death? What? Of- yeah, but... How'd she kill him? Well, because we, they didn't know that she killed him at first. So he died 
and she wrote this book to help her children you know grieve and then how many months after i don't know not an expert but she poisoned him (gasps) like like the sixth sense i think it was with fentanyl oh like just straight up it wasn't like a slow burn it was like let's have um i think it was a moscow mule or maybe it was tea and she like made him his little drink and then and then she wrote a book about grief yeah that's truly psychotic she like, was like she, wait you know who would be so good at knowing how to process these big feelings someone who caused these big feelings she's like i wish i could write a children's book about grief but i haven't but really no one's <laughs> died that's close to me and then she's like oh my god i can change that <laughs> i i think i can make this happen who does that like i just can't imagine that also did you see that um that I love how you said, I can't imagine killing someone like, yeah, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> literally who can, um, I, did you guys see the Manson girl is, is out, of prison, out of prison after 50 years? Wow. Isn't that wild? She literally held someone down while they were stabbed and she's out of prison. Wow. Do you think that that's like, like she's rehabilitated? She got a, a college and master's degree or well, bachelor's. In I hope, I hope so because I don't know what the prison system is like, but I mean, she was brainwashed, you know? And so I'm hoping after those 50 years they, you know, she was able to get out of that mindset. What? Like probably she was in prison for 53 years. Let's say she was probably like 17 when it happened. 70 something. 70. Like why not just like kick it in there? Well, I think that's the point there. Like who's she going to be holding down now? You know, like oh, because she's, she's weak, because yeah. she's seventy. Yeah, I mean, not to I be, just um, feel like ageist. That seems like a punishment that deserves like life. Well, it depends on if we're having a punitive system or rehabilitative system. So, like, she's already been <laughs> there for fifty three years. Like, is it just punishment and like that's the only goal, or is it about oh, does trying punitive to... mean like punish? Yes. Wow. <laughs> she's highbrow. <laughs> Well, okay, you should definitely read What Remains. That's going to be a good one for you. All right, great. Um, um, wow, someone just said broken air conditioners are the best. Guess, <sighs> broken air conditioners are the best. It builds character, especially if you've worked in customer service and have to deal with hot, angry, tempered people because their air conditioner is broken. Like, what the fuck? People, this is, I hate men on Instagram. I just, like, block them all. All right, so uh, how about them Emmys? Bravo got nominated for an Emmy. Really? For Vanderpump Rules. It's um, their first ever like, Emmy. I can't believe that they've been sleeping on Vanderpump Rules. It's like one of the most well-done docu-series well, of our you time. Know, the <laughs> only thing I would say is I don't think until now, because I think that their earlier seasons would have deserved it, but it was probably too early and like what do you there, mean? there was a lot of like random se- do you remember that one season where like everyone left and they brought all these new people in like that wouldn't get an emmy that was no. a really bad season no but uh i'm sorry stassi bitch slapping Kristen, and then no, that was good but her- that was what season three four something no, that like was that? season two and then two? then Kristen comes with her side ponytail and her <laughs> little navy sequin dress and she says you were right i did sleep with jack it was to the movie drive Ugh. Ugh. What is the category for their like unscripted docu series or no reality series? Jeez. 
Um, I mean, it's really like not pertinent to the situation, but sure. I posted about it. It is outstanding unstructured reality program and outstanding picture editing for an unstructured reality program. But mm-hmm. TBH, like they really deserve that because the the Vanderpump Rules editors, the way they are so shady is mm-hmm. just it's like art. Yeah. Well, were there any other standouts for Emmys? Uh, the Last of Us had like a million nominations i didn't mm. finish the last of us it really made me uncomfortable i didn't like how things were like rooted in the ground i loved that it reminded me of like a planter's wart have you ever had a planter's wart yeah it's those like live forever yeah it's supposed to be like a like a oh yeah like you've had like the biggest fungus. wart <laughs> yeah i was like are you kidding me <laughs> she had to have her wart should amputated. i tell everyone about that no, if not, you're ready not to now. share that journey, it's like I honestly can't listen to that story. It's, again. Honestly, I think about it so I have a, I have a folder in my phone just no. called Thumb. Age, <laughs> it's your thumb drive. You're so it's your thumb drive. That's a good one, Bailey. <laughs> thumb Thank drive. You. Um, all I will say, if I'm not going to get into the story now, everyone be very careful where you get your nails done. And if they clip you with their little clippers, do not let them. You would rather them just pour some alcohol on it. Do not let them put super glue on it to trap whatever diseases were on that little clipper into your finger. Into your finger. Um, Okay. Also, I just want to get your guys' opinion on. Okay. Because were you one deers? No. No. But my roommate was a huge 1D girl. I think I do not understand the 1D hype at all. Because when did they come up? Maybe when I was in college? No, I think like I was in college. Oh, okay. No, I think, you know, because I feel like when did One Direction form? 2010. Oh, so I was like just exiting college. Yeah, wow. They guess what guys? They formed um on July 23rd, which is Roman's birthday. Oh my Aww. god. Just a different year, but that's okay. Um Yeah, I was not into One Direction, but my roommate really was. But I will say out of the One Direction boys, I always really liked Harry and Niall and I didn't really care for the other ones. And then as, you know, they got older and, you know, some got into some trouble, whatever. I stand by those decisions, those early decisions. They yeah. are the best. Remember when we saw Niall at my bachelorette party at yes. the nice guy? Yeah. yeah. He's so cute, but he's very short. That's okay. So am I. <laughs> there you go, Niall. <laughs> um, so Zane was on Call Her Daddy, and the only thing I was interested in is if he was going to address uh, pushing Yolanda Foster, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. elder abuse. <laughs> and from what I'm gathering, I didn't want to listen to the episode because I truly don't care about Zane. Like, he's just not in my wheelhouse, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I don't care. I, I really just think that he, of course, anyone can be charming on a, like, a podcast, you know? I've never found him charming. I don't think I've ever heard him speak. He says, Do-wah. He said, I want to be good for my dog. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was trying to figure out what word you were saying. No, 
the way he says daughter is like truly unhinged. And so basically he kind of says that he says, I know what happened. They know what happened. And basically the gist of it is that he wouldn't have 50% custody if this had actually gone down. And I'm just like, it's just like a little sus. Yeah, it's a strange way to phrase that. Yeah, because doesn't he have like a lot of, didn't he date Selena Gomez? Well, and that's the thing that I heard, which surprises me because of the Taylor Swift of it all. But I don't, this is my thing with Selena. She's like, she doesn't care. Well, because Selena dated The Weeknd as well. And so did Bella and Bella and Gigi. And then again, yeah, Taylor of it all. But like, I think Selena just kind of doesn't seem to care about that kind of stuff. Like, I'm going to get in trouble for this. but Don't say it. Selena? We love Selena. Okay, Selena being best friends with um, the Beckham and what Nicola Peltz, mm. huge red flag. Um, Nicola Peltz is like a known. I don't. I don't know a nice word to say. She's like a known like brat. I only brat. know of her because of their wedding. Right. Um, I, I don't know her. I don't know anything about... I have no idea who she is, actually. One of my besides favorite... Besides the wife of a Beckham. Well, one of my favorite things, like, on the internet, which, like, this is mean and petty of me, but I... Whatever. Is that everyone's like, oh, Nicola wanted this wedding to be, like, the wedding. Like, it, there was all this, like, fanfare about it before, and there was the drama with the wedding planners that got leaked and all of this stuff, and then her wedding just was kind of like... Like, no one really cared. I didn't really see a ton of pictures about it. And then Sophia Richie's wedding was just, like, the wedding of the fucking year. Well, but I think, again, I do not know this other woman, but I think with Sophia, she was so... I don't know how I'm about to say what I'm... Like, she was so relatable, even though she lives in such an unrelatable life. It's like the Alex Earl effect. Exactly. It's like, she here's my get ready with me to go do whatever here's my makeup should i wear this dress or should i wear this dress like yeah it was just so she knows what dress she's wearing exactly she knew but something about it was so relatable even though never will i ever be in that world well and i love the thing that i love about this little like inside joke we have on tiktok is that everyone's like oh yeah nicola's wedding flopped which is just like her wedding for sure didn't flop but like it's just I, I don't know. I think it's kind of funny because she's just known to be like a huge bitch. And the way they treated those wedding planners is like so terrible. Wow. I know. And it's just weird that Selena's best friends with them. It's I think Selena makes weird moves. OK. I'm just going to say it. I think it's very telling. She's not friends with her kidney donor. <laughs> um, <laughs> look, here's the thing. Uh, I think Selena is a powerful lovely woman <laughs> and she's also up for an emmy or only murders in the building she's is. talented yeah i think she's a good person i'm just i'm just saying she makes sus moves okay okay just like i'm sure taylor swift is not 100 percent good mm. watch yourself watch yourself watch yourself um, bailey what were you telling me yesterday <laughs> in the car <laughs> what <laughs> what we were talking about oh, something. We were talking about if Kim, if um, the Kardashian kids were going to go to yes. the Eras tour. Oh my God, this is going to be so good. And I think you said that the only way that they could really go is if 
Chloe took them. Oh, wait, no, no the toast was saying the that. The toast said yeah. that. I don't think they can go at all. I just don't think that there's any way they can go to this. I think if it was anyone else, if any other person that Kim has had any like slight beef with, which Kim doesn't really beef with people, but I think that this was such a huge <laughs> moment in Taylor's life. Like she literally hid for years. She said, all year. <laughs> I hear she said there will be no explanation. There will only be a reputation. Like Kim brought her to that point. And it wasn't Kanye. I think if it was just Kanye and Taylor, I think there could be some reconciliation there. But the fact that Kim had to put that tape out and kind and of she it, called her a snake. She called Taylor a snake. Yeah, like her tweets were like the snake emojis or whatever. Oh, yeah, That's yeah, like yeah. kind of how this whole thing started. Right. And then, the snake thing. Yeah. So I just I don't see a world where the kids can go. But I think they want to go. Well, the other thing, I feel like Kim is a little delusional because there's been interviews. She was on Watch What Happens Live or something asking about the Taylor thing. Oh, we're good. You know, everything's good. I think Kim is really trying to manifest that things are good. And I don't I think Taylor, I haven't heard anything. I think that she's probably just keeping quiet because she's like, things aren't good. We're not yeah. good. I think that there's a world where the kids would go, but I don't think Kim can go. I don't think there's a world where the kids could go. Even if they were in a suite, people can see them in the suite and like take videos and stuff. I just think it would turn into a huge thing. And then you don't even know how the Swifties are going to act. No offense, but you guys can be a little crazy. Not to children. I mean, I would not put it past them. Mm. People are unhinged in this world. But and it's thing, not just Swifties. It's just like humans in general. But I also think that the people know that it's not the kids' fault. And if North was the North that we know today, when that happened, North would be the first one to call Kim out and be like, why did you do that? I don't think North today would call her mother out like that. I feel like North always calls her mom out. Like on fun stuff, but like not like this. This is like so crazy. Yeah. Like that was such a huge, huge moment in pop culture that like truly ushered in a new era of Taylor. It's so embarrassing for Kim. (laughs) Like that is so embarrassing. Well, I don't think so. She was like protecting her husband. But you got caught editing. You got, you really did get caught red handed lying. That's embarrassing. What happened is that Taylor decided later on that she didn't want to do it. No, they edited the video saying, like, they, Kim and Kanye edited the video, making it sound like Taylor gave full consent to all of this, yada, yada, whatever. But then the full video leaked later. Mm. And, which makes it look awkward that they were so strongly being like, wow, she's a liar for going back on her word, blah, blah, blah. And then like, you knew you were the liar. Yeah. And I mean, looking hindsight's 2020, like Kanye is unhinged. unhinged. (laughs) It is weird that they would feel like they need to edit the video allege. I don't know. Um, (laughs) like, because I feel like that would be something that maybe would just roll off his back. I don't know how mad everyone would be. Yeah. It doesn't seem like he gets so like his panties in a wad when people are mad at him. Yeah. yeah. It seems like the rappers can deal with that. Like Taylor 
can't. And also Kim Or can't. maybe Kim was the one that couldn't take the pushback well, from... I think it's just different when the media is attacking a woman versus a man. Like, it's just... It, it has more harsh ramifications for a woman than it does mm-hmm. a man. Like Kanye, how many times did he have to act fucking crazy before we were all like, okay, time to sit down. He literally had to be like the most anti-Semitic yeah. person in the world for us to be like, okay, now Kanye is like, we've had enough of him. Yeah, it's like not fun anymore. It's like, it didn't take, it wasn't all the other fucking times he did that. Yeah. Whereas like Taylor does one little thing and the world blows up. Kim does one thing. Kim, how many times have people brought up still to this day? She had sex on camera and now that's why she's famous. Like, can you give her a little credit? Like there's plenty of people like Pam Anderson, like Pam Anderson's so famous, but she has not had the one one millionth of a career that Kim Kardashian has had and has will probably continue to have. Yeah. But I mean, I love Pam, so please don't. Like, I'm not pitting women against women. I'm just saying, like, it, just because you have sex on camera. And also, I just want to clarify, those are two different situations because Pam did not know this was going to happen. And Kim, I don't think she knew it was going to leak either. But I don't know. So you think it's the same? So maybe it's the same, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm not, I'm just scared about getting canceled because I got a fucking long email today about how I want to, like, silence women. Well, okay, hold on. I'm trying to get the exact situation. No, we can do this offline and our readers can do the whole. Um... Okay, do you want to do like anything else or do you want to do listener stories? Well, it's your show. Let's do what you want to do. Well, Ooh. I just don't think we have time to like watch the whole Taylor Swift watch? Kim video. We weren't going to watch anything. Okay, so what were we going to do? I'm over it. Let's do um, whatever you want to do. Listener stories. Great. Here I go. This We're one, all in a good mood. I am. Great. Oh, guys. Big life update for me. Um, today was day one of sobriety. Congrats. Cheers. And Cheers I to that. have done it so far. It's 845, so I'm going to go to sleep after this. There and we go. I have done it And so I far. have done it. Okay, so do you guys remember that story that, um, that person wrote in? When she was having her welcome party for her wedding at her aunt's house. Yes. And yes. aunt didn't tell her that they're putting in a pool yep. and it was going to be just a big mud pit in the backyard mm-hmm. pretty much. She wrote an update. <gasps> and she, I don't know if she changed these people's names, so I'm going to try to do it on the fly so it might get a little stuttery. Okay. Hi, sisters. This is the orphan dog bride writing into your poor dad wedding corner to let everyone know that the welcome party turned out amazing. Good. We took Bailey's advice and took a picture wearing hard hats and construction vests next to the mud pit pool, which I wish she sent a picture because I thought that was a pretty funny idea. And she went with it. I liked it. Okay. The wedding went off without a hitch. No drama. But I do want to share some of the tea involving my aunt Cindy, the host of said welcome party, who forgot to tell me about the in-ground pool and my mom's BFF, Danielle. For context, Cindy gives coastal grandmother meets mom from Arrested Development vibes, and Danielle is from Brooklyn and wears cheetah print and sequins every day of her life as a rule. After most of the guests had left the party, Cindy was a few glasses of Pinot Grigio deep, and she started to poke fun at Danielle's hairdo. <gasps> oh, bitch. No. She kept telling her she looked like an old lady and eventually started spitting into her hands and trying to use it as gel to fix Danielle's hair. Danielle got very upset and left abruptly. Cindy was allegedly... 
Cindy was allegedly seen eating pistachios out of the garbage a bit afterwards. <laughs> How do you drop a sentence like that in the middle of the email? Like, that's like a whole other... <laughs> Danielle called me a week after the wedding to tell me that that this blood feud between her and Cindy started in 96 when Danielle brought her boyfriend to the shore house to meet everyone and Cindy pants this man in front of a 20-person dinner party. Cindy's crazy. What were they wearing at a dinner party where he was able to be pantsed? Pants? I mean, it was in 1996. It was probably those, like, um, hammer time pants, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know about you, but my favorite thing about... Oh, okay. I don't know about you, but my favorite thing about wedding weekends are silly things like this that go on. Silly things like my <laughs> drunk aunt eating pistachios out of the garbage can. Like a raccoon. His <laughs> Aunt Cindy's a raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> what if that's like how the email turned out? It's so, uh, she finishes by saying, my unsolicited advice to any 2023-2024 brides would be to chill out. It's not that serious. And save the money on personalized I- items like napkins, signs, or whatever. And put that money toward a day of coordinator so you don't have to be stressed during your actual wedding day. Which I like that she's come full circle yeah. from being the orphaned, like, wet dog when she was, like, so stressed out about this welcome party to, like, guys, it's guys, no big deal. it's not that deep. I'm sorry. If somebody spit in their hands and tried to touch my hair i would freak out how would you not level that bitch like that is crazy don't she already kind of leveled herself when she's eating pistachios out of the trash what's danielle's relation to cindy it's her mom's Mom's best best friend friend. oh okay so like they have like her mom's sister and her mom's best friend i assume oh my god okay so it'd be like if i was the mom and Paige was my sister and and i was fighting with like and so you were fighting with one of my friends shayna yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> and then you and shayna like <laughs> you started eating no 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 wait so then yeah so i know shayna started eating no i would be the one eating, eating out of the out of i would be the raccoon <laughs> you would go full raccoon mode because shayna stole your man in 1996 and but can you no, imagine shayna pants your man in 1996 yeah, not pants. even stole pants that's why i'm saying what kind of pants was this man wearing that, that he was Wait, able I to be pants she stole the man and then so to get back at them cindy pantsed him no, no she, she just, just pantsed, him. pantsed him damn it's like you bring mr roberts around us for the first time and because Paige, Paige, i think it's so I, funny but to just pants him in front of 20 people and that Paige, would be like me unhinged. going up to shayna spitting in my hands and trying to like <laughs> touch her that is so wild. I can't believe Aunt Cindy is a raccoon. And it's also crazy because Danielle's the one that's like, where's the cheetah prince, the sequin? Mm-hmm. She has the big hair. It seems like she would be the like the raccoon yeah. one to go a little crazy. Yeah, it, it's wow. It's always the ones that have that coastal grandma vibe. Yeah, that really just. Well, you know, Cindy one of, thinks she has class, but she does not. One of my friends who is always very well put together, she a time or two has thrown her mcdonald's or whatever away in the trash and then she gets hungry an hour later and she goes in and it's still wrapped but still it's gross i'm gonna give you a tip for that if you ever like are throwing food away in the trash and you're like i just don't want to eat this just pour water you have to destroy your food if you're gonna put it in the trash or you will turn into a wreck or just put it in the refrigerator if there's a chance that you might want it later like no, you I don't think, like people don't have do to that. leave it out to see because I think for me it would be seeing it out on the counter. Just no, people do that because they don't want to like continue to eat fast food. 
some people do that wasn't her she she would just throw it away because oh i'm I'm full now and then she would get hungry and a couple hours later and she would well i already have this food let me just reach back in the trash and grab it you know what one of my friends chelsea's family does she's from indiana i feel like this is (laughs) are they family raccoons (laughs) no it's a pertinent um detail of the story they put their leftovers in the microwave all of their leftovers wait what do you mean to live to live in the microwave like not in the fridge so like how big is their microwave yeah well like they'll go to like long john silver and they'll put their leftovers in the microwave for how long i'm not understanding the statement (laughs) like maybe a couple days it lives in the microwave until they throw it away yes why i know it's like the running joke of our friend group from college will like facetime her parents and they're like all right let's look in the microwave there's always something in there she also we have got to get her on this podcast she's the funniest fucking person she ran a 5k no she ran a half marathon and she didn't train for it she said at the end of the half marathon instead of just like chugging water she was literally gulping big red the soda what (laughs) why (laughs) she's from indiana (laughs) that's why she's so i love her so much she's also like very successful and like such a like trendy cool girl so yeah anyways do we have another listener story i mean it was just like a little a query okay i love queries not advice but just a query okay a query all right hi sisters hello i just wanted to spill some tea my ex texted me for the second time since we broke up. Ooh. We've been no contact since the day of our breakup about two years ago. Ooh. I didn't reply the first time he tried to crawl back. He said something like, hey, you've been on my mind lately. That's all he wrote. Happy turkey day, you turkey. <laughs> exactly. A few months. <laughs> Literally. A few months pass, and then I get a message today. He texted me, hey, we should catch up sometime. Huh? No. Again, I'm not going to reply, but I just wanted to share it with my sisters. Also, the audacity for him not to even introduce himself over text as if I still have his number saved, right? It's giving Colorado. It's That was why she wrote, because of you. It's truly giving Colorado. It's giving Colorado not for the reason of as if you would have your num- his number saved. I would definitely keep his number saved. Oh my God, I always keep his number saved. But it's giving Colorado because the audacity that he thinks that he can just say we should catch up instead of addressing anything that's ever happened ever. Yeah. Well, that's wild. She goes on to ask if there's ever a healthy way for an ex to come back. Um, even if the t- relationship was toxic and immature, is there a way for a guy to come back and prove his worth? Okay, I think if it depends on what stage of life you're you were in when the relationship was toxic and bad. Like if you guys were in middle school and it was toxic <laughs> and bad, and you're now thirty, well, and maybe. like what kind of toxic and bad? Yeah, like. I feel like we throw around the word toxic a like, lot. Like, just like you're 21, like new to com- drinking, going to the bar, and yeah. you're just in a little fight every weekend or something. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah. I think if I would say for me, I would more lean on don't go back to your ex more times than not. But it also depends on like what you guys describe as toxic, what kind of work you've been doing on yourselves. Um, but I think if, so let's say, okay, you guys were in a toxic relationship in high school and like, what is really toxic in high school? You fight about dumb shit. And then 
10 years later, you guys want to get back. To, or he wants to reach out. I think the only way that can really happen is like, hey, I've been thinking about you. It's been a long time. Like, how are you? Or no, I wouldn't respond to that. I would need more. I would need more of like a, it's been a long time. I know this is, excuse you. Um, something like, I know this is out of the blue, but I've been thinking about you a lot. And if you're up for it, I would really love to get coffee sometime and catch up and whatever. There needs to be something else to where I know this is, I, I'm addressing that this is weird. Mm -hmm. This is random, but I have been thinking about you. I would like to catch up if you're, if you're okay with that, let's grab coffee or something. Um, because it's the audacity of just saying, hey, thinking of you. Hey. We should hang out sometime. Why? Why? You know? Yeah, I think it's the assumption that the other person, like, it would automatically be reciprocated. Like, oh, we should do this. Like, this is the thing we're going to yeah. do. Exactly. And I just have to say kudos to you that he is the one that has reached out to you twice. And you clearly don't seem like you need this yeah you know well, what i mean she also wrote that she's been in a relationship now for a year and a half and even if anything else went poorly she would literally never get back with this man if they were the last two people on earth so it's yeah there was no like feeling torn about should i respond should i not she right. could not give less of a shit about this person but it just made her wonder is there ever a time you can get back with your ex or like what would be the right way for them to reach out they have to acknowledge how how because when you see that text you're like what the fuck this is so random yeah they have to acknowledge that as well i know this is so random and i'm probably the last person you thought you would hear from but i'll be honest i cannot stop thinking about you and i would love to catch up and see how you've been if you're up for it i yeah. also think it's smart and respectful to kind of get feelers out from any other friends like mutual friends of, oh, is this person seeing anyone right now? I don't want to introduce some turmoil into her life or their relationship or whatever. Yeah. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Okay. But I feel like more times than not, just if you're a guy, don't. Yeah. Just don't. Just don't. All right. Well, do you want to sign us off, ladies? Who, me? Yeah. Guys, thank you so much for listening. It's been a real delight. Um, in exchange for listening to this free content, it would be lovely if you could give us a five-star review and leave a little rating. Um, additionally, you could follow us on Instagram at yourpoordadpod and TikTok at yourpoordadpod. And you could write us an email at yourpoordad at gmail.com. And here's the thing. I'm just going to call all of you out because we see how many people listen to the podcast and i can also see how many people leave leave reviews so um it's not adding up is what i'm saying well i also would rather you just like say listen and share no here's what i would rather happen i would rather you if you're gonna do anything send it to your friend yeah listen and share yeah you just said no well, i thought you meant review no like listen listening. and share the podcast listen and share. Bye. 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 Bye.